most of us do recognize the power of thinking and uh, how much we can achieve if we just understand how it works and if we can think of interesting ideas work on them and so often we talk about what to think and uh, what ideas we need to have but rarely do we talk about how to think how does this process work and uh, how can we become effective thinkers how can we understand this process better and uh, make use of this tool make use of our mind in fact i feel learning how to think is far more important than learning what to think and it is in this context i'm going to talk about today's book which is sort of self help book it's called the five elements of effective thinking it's written by edward berger and michael starbird it sounds profoundly simple but uh, as it happens with most profoundly simple things this too is quite a challenging task and uh, the authors of this book try to make this process a little easier for us and divide it into five elements so there are five parts in this book four of which uh, for the simplicity's sake have been called as the essential element in the universe that we find which are earth fire air and water the fifth element is a bit surprising is a bit different i'm going to talk about that a bit later but let's just understand what they're trying to tell us here through their ideas and the various practice exercises that go with them the first essential element of thinking is called as earth and it's kind of a metaphor for grounding your thinking you need to be grounded somewhere you need to understand various things in the most simple manner in fact you need to understand the most simple things first and understand them deeply and when you do that that is when you kind of declutter your mind this is exactly what you learn in meditation you kind of separate the noise and bring clarity in your mind and uh, it's only when your mind is free from this clutter from all kinds of noises then you can understand things better see them clearly beat any idea process your work anything in fact emotions also so the first lesson here is the deeper you understand these simple things the better it is and the more clarity you have the better it is and as i said it's easier said than done and that's why they have uh, a few exercises for you 
The next element is called fire and which again is a metaphor for igniting insights through mistakes. What the authors are doing here, they are trying to tell us that it's okay to make mistakes. In fact, they encourage you to make mistakes. The fact is, it doesn't happen in real world that we plan something and it works out straight away. It's only through trial and errors and through errors we discover new questions and find new answers. So not only should we accommodate these kind of errors, we should rather encourage them. We should encourage various accidental missteps and failures. There's nothing wrong with them. If you weigh them in the long run, these are the small steps that you need to take. All those errors, all those failures are just a part of that journey. And it's very important that you um, ignite your mind through all kinds of mistakes. And you shouldn't be hesitant about them. If you are hesitant, then you wouldn't probably be really creative in terms of your thinking. The third element is air. And by air, they mean creating questions out of thin air. It's important to understand that just like the air, ideas everywhere. They're just floating all around us. And we live them, breathe them, just like we breathe the air. And we have this natural curiosity to understand the world, to question the world. And we need to encourage that curiosity. We need to find the right questions. And uh, once we have that appetite f to, to find the answers of those questions and even to create those questions, then everything else will follow. This is quite a challenge to, to create that mindset where you can ask difficult questions in every sphere. But uh, that's the purpose of this chapter. To teach you that skill. And uh, special stress has been given on active listening. How do you listen? How do you pay attention? As I said, this is pretty much exactly what you learn in meditation. In the context of mindfulness. And uh, that's the idea here. The fourth element is water. Which is to mean here is that you see the flow of ideas. You identify them. And whatever you've learned from the previous exercises, such as bringing clarity to your mind, ability to ask questions. In this case, you should be able to identify ideas and see their flow, how they work. How can we create new ideas from old ideas? How do we construct these ideas and how do we use them as tools to construct new ideas? It's a very important step, especially let's say you want to uh, create something as an artist or create a business if you are an entrepreneur. 
how do you work with the ideas how do you create some kind of manifestation of those ideas it can only happen if you can see them clearly work with them clearly and that's the idea here that uh, you understand ideas and you make the best use of them so what is the fifth element the fifth element is called the quintessential element and it is something that never changes it is a constant thing and what is that unchanging element ironically it is the change itself here the authors try to tell us that uh, no matter what skill or what thinking process are we acquiring in this case it won't work for us unless we are willing to change and we are able to see how the change works how enormous it is how constant it is and how effective it can be if we can really understand the change if we look around us it's just that ideas and just like the real world things are constantly transforming evolving into different forms it is just a never ending process of change everything is getting transformed from one moment to another and that's the idea here to tell you about the change its relevance how you can work with it and if you can do that it's going to be very handy so these are the ideas and these are the processes you can learn from this book it's not the kind of book that you're going to read and keep it on the shelf from then onwards no it's a kind of a guide that you would need to go back to regularly and work with it as you work on different projects and i'm sure that it'll help you